0: Welcome to another episode of Living Free with RP. I am your host, Mike Tubiak, and today we have Penny, all the way from Minnesota. She was diagnosed at the age of 5, blind by the age of 30, currently 65, and so she's been in this game a very long time. So let's hear Penny's journey. All right, uh, well, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out today to be on the podcast.
1: All right, thank you. No problem.
0: So let's uh, introduce yourself to the uh, fellow RP community, uh, you know, a little bit about you know, who you are and a little bit about your family and, you know, and all mm-hmm. that stuff.
1: Well, my name is Penny Duval, and I'm in Apple Valley, Minnesota, which is just a suburb of Minneapolis, the Twin Cities. Um, I'm 65 years old and I was diagnosed with RP at the age of five. Um, Once they found it in me of course they started doing the check for all the family members and we found my next oldest sister only 18 months older than I. She had it but then no trace in parents, grandparents, any living relatives and never has shown its ugly head since. Um, I have four children, all um, healthy eyesight, and now a two-year-old grandson, healthy eyesight. And um, the sister that also has RP had two daughters, healthy eyesight. So um, who knows? And at that time, you know, there wasn't all the fancy genetic testing and everything like I hear folks doing today, but um, I've been totally blind now uh, about 35 years now. So, wow. um, and my RP took pretty much the textbook case scenario where I started having the trouble at night with night vision, um, you know, the clumsiness because the peripheral vision was slowly coming um, into the tunnel you know and, and it wasn't until my later adult years where um, print started looking like it was jumping off the page getting blurry and you know you did all the magnification and whatnot and, um, and about the time uh, I really had the cloudy vision where I couldn't see um, I thought it was just cataracts or something and it would be fixed. But when I had my eyes checked, the doctor said, Oh, honey, <laughs> normally there's about 80 million eye cells you have. Oh, well, maybe a couple. So <laughs> advanced RP has finally hit. And, um, and that was the point where it's like, okay, now we go from visually impaired to blind.
0: Wow. So, I mean, you, so you're saying about by 30
1: I was, let's see, 30, 34. Um, yeah, it was about 30.
0: I mean, 30, I mean 30, yeah, that's right, 30, 35, I had
1: 35. Yeah. Wow. Where, um, you know, it was more blindness than um, vision impaired. Oh, wow. Yeah. Probably by 40, I can honestly say then that was it. and you know, I could see lights if I turned them on or turned them off. Um, you know, if I stared and squinted, I could tell if, you know, the lamps were on, but that's pretty much now. I mean, I know where the window daylight is, but not anything that uh, really aids in me seeing. So, right. Um, yeah.
0: Now, uh, since you got diagnosed, you said at five, I'm yep. assuming you don't really remember that, or I mean, is there a point you know, when you were I told actually- later on in life or
1: I do remember that because here in Minnesota, of course, we have the big Mayo Clinic and my ophthalmologist who um, first diagnosed it, of course, had me sent down there for all the big tests. And I remember um, I didn't exactly know what was going on, but um, I thought it was kind of fun because we took the hour drive and had all the tests, got to go out for lunch and everything. And. At that time, my folks didn't really tell me anything. I learned a little at a time later. Um, but I still thought that this was just something where I'd be in my elder years with poor vision. I, I didn't understand the degree of how we could create blindness. And that didn't, um, you know, my parents just didn't share that with me. Um, maybe it was their generation, but um my sister and I kind of found some literature by mistake and started reading and it was like, ooh, this is more than we thought it was. So um, yeah, then I started asking a lot of questions.
0: Do you remember how you felt at that time?
1: Um, it scared me. I remember thinking every time I went for a um, eye doctor appointment, I'd just be sick to my stomach thinking, um, you know, I thought if I faked it, maybe if I remembered and memorized the eye chart, um, that would mean I wasn't as uh, visually impaired as I apparently was. But um, but I think if I would have been told exactly what this was, what the um, options could be for my future. I mean, I didn't even have anyone tell me um, how to prepare um, that there are you know, choices and adaptive equipment or training. And that would have prepared me so much more than it feeling like it was a dirty little secret. And, you know, we just don't talk about it.
0: Right. So, I mean, so did you ever start using, you know, you never actually use like a thing called an Aladdin? Because I remember my mom, my mom used a screen magnifier called an Aladdin
1: no and it was like during I,
0: the 90s That's all i remember it was like this like like a tv and then underneath you'd put like whatever you want to read you put underneath it and it was like oh, a black and white tv above it And then yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah it, it had a different name but um yeah i had one of those and um at the time um i was working through state services for the blind and they got me um then everything was free you could get a white cane and and training you could get the Um, sunglasses, any kind that helped um, talking, you know, all the talking equipment and everything. And um, so, yeah. So, and then they had to help adapt at the time I was still working in an office. So they had to help me with the magnification and um, different options to keep me working.
0: Oh, Okay. Yeah. It makes sense. So you had yeah. all those little gadgets like the, I don't know my mom, I'm remembering all the ones that like my mom had in like the nineties. I remember like, a, yeah. The, like for the coffee, you put like a night had like a nine volt battery and you put it on the top of your oh, uh, coffee yeah, mug. It. So it could tell you when, the, yeah, the, the level was high enough. Yeah.
1: You know, and different, um, signature cards or, um, things. And, um, but it wasn't until, um, I mean, I could not do my work any longer and then I got directed to, a local college that had a program designed for the blind and visually impaired. And I actually went back to college and became an occupational therapist.
0: Oh, very nice. Yeah. So um what things does Penny like to do? Or like what kind of a what are your hobbies?
1: Oh yeah. Well, I've always been very active and um once I started losing my sight, I made my bucket list that I was going to do everything I loved sighted um, as a blind person and find out how to do it. So um, I've been checking things off the list. And um, I also um, purchased a tandem race bicycle. Sweet. And yeah, and I've been playing beatball, modified softball for the blind ah, for 15 cool years. <laughs> Love that! And um, of course, uh, it's been six years now—about six and a half. I went to the Seeing Eye in Morristown, New Jersey, and got my first guide dog. Awesome! Um, she's a female German Shepherd. And uh, just like my mom, just open. Pardon me.
0: <laughs> just like my mom. Oh, okay. She's a female. Okay. She's in Nelly. Nelly is my yeah. current guide dog. She She's so, getting a new know, one, actually, though.
1: Oh. Yeah. Opened up a whole new world that way. And, um, and I've been a traveler. I, nice. I've been to Africa, Amsterdam, Oh boy. <laughs> uh, let's see, Mexico, Cozumel, Yucatan Progreso, and a lot of the States. So, um, you know, I, I just didn't want to not live my life. Um, and even though I couldn't see it with my eyes, I was going to experience it you know, and, uh, and I've done that. And I think there's only a few things right now I haven't done that I used to do sighted, um, but I'll get there.
0: Sounds like it. So what do you think are yeah. the biggest challenges though to that versus like the things that you used to do cited? and what are the big differences you feel like, what do you have to do differently though to actually achieve the same things you find?
1: Well, it probably takes a little more, um, research organizing and um getting assistance to get it set up i mean usually for instance like i'll just say when i used to play miniature golf some people call it putt putt golf you know games like that um finding what works best like i'd have someone sighted tap where the golf ball goes in each of the setup you know areas and then you know i knew to to try and aim. And they they would give me the description, like it's six feet straight, and then it's going to take a sharp left for about, you know, so many feet. Um, so it's probably just making a little more arrangements to make it happen. Um same with when I went water skiing um blind for the first time. I wasn't about to try and um go into shore because I could run into the dock. So yeah. <laughs> We had to arrange to for them to cut the engine and then drop me in the middle of the lake, you know, and then I just swim and get back up into the boat. But okay, um, so that kind of thing. Um, but now, actually, it's a lot easier because of all the visual assistant apps like Be My Eyes, where you connect with a live person who can see things for you, or Ira and talking apps. Um, you know, that read things. So it's a lot easier doing things now than even 10 years ago.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you, know, you got, uh, I just got my mom also a smartwatch. That's what she's doing right now, working yeah. with her Apple Watch. So, so uh, I mean, it used to be like the only way I can communicate with my mom was through email. But the once I got her an iPhone, like <laughs> she was learned how to text and no problems, you know, voice text and all that stuff. So yep. she's, a, she's a machine now.
1: Mm-hmm. So I totally
0: get that. You mentioned a race tandem, which is awesome because I just finished yep. building my race tandem. And so what have you, I mean, is there a reason why you chose a race tandem over just a conventional, just regular tandem yeah. bike?
1: Well, um, yeah, because I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I've always been active, you know, and so I believe it was, oh God, I got to try and remember what year it was. It was in the early 2000s where there was a iron man bike-a-thon here mm. and you could sign up for 30 60 or a hundred miles and um i wanted to do it and it was just getting the front seat um sighted person and um right you know and as much as i you know with here we've got all the lakes and um we're probably well known for our biking paths and um traveling that way so I, I really wanted it to be something I could enjoy, but yet was, um, you know, more than just chugging along. And we used to bike 30 miles from here into Stillwater. Um, but that bike-a-thon did a couple times with different, um, people. And, um, I don't know, I guess it was the bike at the time too, when, um, we went to purchase one that just stood out and, and I've had it, uh, for a long time now really nice see yeah
0: i think it's cool because you know you're tandem you know it's like well I was like wow why does she pick a race tandem so unless she's you know yeah serious about this so that's cool oh yeah
1: yeah so, i
0: should get you in touch yeah. with my mom because she's always complaining about you know about, you know being active and all this stuff and i mm-hmm. like she makes excuses and i'm like oh like, <laughs> i'll be like look at i found someone same age as you and yep. does all these like crazy things so I mean, yep. i'm the one i'm like i don't know really know where i get it from but that's yeah that's exactly what stuff that you know i'm into yeah. doing so i don't know where my mom you know i have no clue where i a get it from but
1: kayak that would be cool yeah that's a lot of fun
0: i wouldn't mind getting in uh learning how to do that at some point
1: Mm-hmm.
0: that's yeah, cool though no i, I definitely probably have to be like i'm gonna get you in touch with penny mom and, you're, and she's gonna tell you all the cool and crazy things she's done like traveling the world and all that and you can say, where you can't yeah. make any excuses. Yeah. yeah. Although my mom is like I mean you know, my mom is you know is badass, but I mean, but still it's just <laughs> sometimes sometimes she makes excuses and I'm like, mom, well, I might talk to some cool people. And, and
1: mm-hmm. the
0: same situation you're in.
1: Well so. you know, I've got cool kids. They're all adults now, but they're very outgoing and active and they've never let me um, you know, just sit on the sideline, and they're my, you know, biggest cheerleaders and supporters. And you know, they've always helped to guide me. Like if I want to do it, they'll see that I, you know, find a way to do it. And right, you know, and having the, you know, the right circle of people around you really makes a difference. And um, it's a mindset, you know. And we Absolutely. keep a lot of humor. Um, my kids could tell you stories how they. Done a lot of stuff to take advantage. And I mean this in a loving, humorous way that I'm <laughs> blind. Um, but we laugh and, um, you know, and, and, and you got to laugh at yourself or be yeah. miserable. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely miserable. So I look at it too. Like, yeah, you know, I've always looked at it growing up, uh, like, you know, it's like you can either laugh at it or be just angry. Uh, yeah. And not that yeah, we don't get but- those days though.
1: exactly yeah you know but you 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 feel it you understand you know and then you know you figure okay now what am I going to do about it and because normal grief or anger and there's still days I'll walk you know think I'm sick and tired of being blind I just want to see this like I used to but I know it's not going to happen in in you know without without you know a miracle or, or some new technology so but it's normal to feel that I mean I'd lie if I didn't say I liked it all the time, but um, you know, it's it's a choice to to say I'm okay, but I I I just have to deal with it. yeah,
0: because I think I think people sometimes feel like we always have to be like super positive all the time. It's like, you know, we you know, yeah, I mean I try to be, and that's the idea. Yeah. But I mean, we should be allowed to have those days, you know.
1: Yeah. And of course, everyone says, Well, I couldn't do it if I were you. I mean yes they could because you have to you you know or yeah or folks right. who put a blindfold on for 30 minutes and they think oh this is terrible and they, they can take <laughs> it off yeah but if you right. can't take it off you know you have to find a way and um,
0: yeah right Even and you, just, you do that's true you yeah, know yeah. like, oh, it's, it's amazing how do you do that because i couldn't do it <laughs> I'm like, you know, like no trust me like you know I, i'm no different than you
1: you know, yeah, it
0: just—I mean, if if mm-hmm. you know a wall gets put in front of you, you try to figure a way other through that mm-hmm. wall or over the wall, or, or, or you have to yeah. get to the other side of that wall somehow, and uh, yeah. you're gonna figure yeah. out how to do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And sometimes, you know, I intentionally like not help my mom sometimes, <laughs> like sure. if, she, if she's having a phone issue or something, because I know my mom will always get it yeah and even though in the moment she's like she was like I'm so frustrated by this I don't I don't, I don't know what I'm doing like I keep like I can't get back to the screen I'm trying to get back to and I'm like oh yeah and I go I'm like mom don't worry you'll get it and I just said because nine out of ten she'll then text me like oh I figured you know I did, I I don't know mm-hmm. how I figured it out but I figured it out and I'm like, I'm like that's right like so I don't I mean I do help her like when I can but sometimes yeah. I like just letting her just mess around with the, like the Apple Watch or mess around with her iPhone mm-hmm. be like, you know, because she's not really going to break anything. Yeah. And if anything, it's going to be a good chance for her to like one other discover something that she didn't know. And, <laughs> and, and if she could discover it on her own, she'll remember how to do it. It's harder for exactly. someone like, I still have enough sight where I'm still trying to have to, I
1: mm-hmm. have to think
0: like her, how she's going to do it. And, and yeah, you know. um, that's actually the reason why I got myself. That was my excuse anyway, to why I, I also have an Apple Watch because so oh, yeah. I can like, mess if she's having a problem then on my end I'll I'll put it into voiceover and I'll try to act like I'm her and and seeing how I would be able to get to where she has to get to so oh yeah that's it's yeah, you know, like I said, I'm when you're when you're dealing with the struggle receiving seeing it on the meeting test. So I was like, oh, that's you know, I'm used to that. I'm a mom's IT person, so <laughs> it's <laughs> uh-huh. nothing I'm not familiar with, which is funny because yeah. I'm I'm going blind too. So <laughs> uh, yeah. but we think no she always figures it out. So I think
1: yeah mm-hmm. you
0: know, even my mom will sit there and be like, okay, oh, figure this out. And then nope, she gets it. So true. You can yeah. do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's the classic one. Uh, who wins in a fight, the wet floor sign. Or you
1: You know, I've seen so many people, you know, as they're in the transition of uh, their site, you know, and, and so that's become a difficulty. And it's been so long that that's happened to me that um, now it's me because I have a seeing eye dog. And, yeah, you're,
0: oh, you're ready. That's right. So you're more prepared,
1: you know, so <laughs> I go around so many obstacles that I don't even know are there that I think my dog, you know, and now I know her body language. I think we just swerved a little bit. So I bet there was something there, Uh, Um, you know, and I've had uh, people with me like shopping or somewhere, and I've told them to just let my dog guide me out and they followed behind me. And then after they said, Oh my gosh, I mean, there were people in the way or uh, products on the floor Um, you know and they thought she would go a certain way and they thought oh she's going the wrong way but my dog decided which way was safer and um, less obstruction and took me out and they said after watching they couldn't believe how this dog problem solved um, got me through clearances that they didn't think I would get through but did without touching anything and so I'm like well yeah you know um, and that's some of what is the beauty of it with a cane you know you're you have to find the object figure out how to get around it oh yeah and, right you know the dog just sails you around it and you can not- and you can
0: also knock over wet floor sign with the cane
1: yeah exactly and it's not like yeah. I, mean,
0: I mean it yes it may help you it, it help you locate it <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah you know? uh,
1: but now you've made the noise no. <laughs> yeah in. now you
0: drew attention to yourself yeah yeah so so have you had to deal with the same things as my mom has dealt with um, in terms of like when you got your guide dog, having to deal with people touching and petting the dog and stuff while it's while working?
1: Um, yes and no. I think because I have a German Shepherd, uh, unlike the, the cute little labs, they're a little bit more apprehensive because they connect to, to police canine or something like that. It doesn't stop them from asking, but I've probably had less than my um, fellow friends with guide dogs. Um, But I get the people with, you know, the staring and the pointing, I'm told, and then, oh, look at the dog, or, oh, (laughs) "Oh, what a beautiful dog. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. And, um, but yeah, there's a lot of attention drawn to um, being out with a guide dog and, um, I just think because of the, the, the shepherd, it just seems like people really want to approach and ask a lot of questions. And um, I mean, I'm used to it now. But um, it's funny how many people talk about you, and they forget that I can still hear.
0: <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I'm still <laughs> here. I've walked by with my cane, and I've heard you know, kids going, mom, why does he have a cane? And I can hear them uh, explaining, yeah. you know, that uh-huh. to them and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I did yeah.
1: hear you. Mm-hmm. Minute, how long have you had your guide dog though? Uh, six and a half years now. She just turned eight years old.
0: Ah, okay. See, that's what that makes it. Cause see when my mom got, my mom had started getting guide dogs, like we've gone through quite a few and she's always pretty much for the most part, always had German shepherds, but when she oh, yeah. got, she started at about 40. So she's 20 some odd years. She's had uh, mm-hmm. Guide dogs and stuff. And uh, back when at that time, it was, you know, that was when she dealt more. Like in the early days, is where she would deal more with like people telling her she couldn't go in a store or, uh, oh, yeah. you know, she had to deal with, mm-hmm. you know, people always petting, even though a German Shepherd still. Yep. So my my yeah. mom gets to a point where she would put a uh, bandana that the dog would wear that would say, Don't touch me, I'm working. Oh, yeah. So it's like, but yeah. in the early days, it was definitely, I feel like people are more educated now.
1: they are about
0: what, you know, what guide dogs are and not to touch them and, Mm -hmm. you know, know, all that stuff. But it got to the point, I mean, my mom's been on the news. They did like a news uh, thing about her to explain, Hey, you know, when this dog's working, like, you know, you don't bother them. Just just like, it's just like a normal person working at work. Like you wouldn't disturb them because they're, they're, you know, it's, it's dangerous. They're they're trying to do their job. You know, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't talk to a cop or something when they're trying to direct traffic, you know, it's just not safe. So it's the same same concept but yeah i think that's what it is i think now i would say yeah maybe in you know, that maybe past five years i think a more people are a little more
1: aware mm-hmm. that yeah that yeah is. um and i could have had a guide dog many years prior but first i thought you had to be totally blind and not just within the legal um vision impairment and then oh, wow. qualify and you know but i also had i don't know my kids were at home I I guess the timing wouldn't have been right anyway to to go off since I was a single parent at that point. So, um, you know, I guess timing is everything. And when I, and we had pets at home, um, I've had German shepherds as pets. So I knew that was the breed of choice I wanted. And then finally, um, it was just the right time. So that's why this is my first. Um, but because of the, I think the, airline industry uh especially when everyone went through the um bringing their emotional support therapy animal or fake animal as you were uh, Yeah. yeah it became a lot more public and so now a legitimate service animal is a lot more recognized because they have to know um you know, that it is a real service animal, not one right. of the other ones.
0: I remember my mom, my biggest mom, my mom's big reason for getting a guy dog was she hated the cane. Oh, yeah. She despised it. Like, I remember she always be like, oh, I hate bring that thing out. <laughs> I hate this stupid thing. I know, like, so, and oh. plus, my mom, well, so my mom, though, is a groomer and uh, she's a obedience trainer. So, like, she's, we've always had tons of dogs just you know so it was yeah. no problem for her to get another dog it wasn't like it, w- it mm-hmm. wasn't really conflicting or anything so uh but yeah she got it when it, when she had more sight and uh they would give her the more difficult dogs because she's an obedience trainer so she could
1: oh, they knew that wow. she could handle them
0: now it's, it's a little more difficult now i think the new the next dog she gets yeah. now will probably not be the case because she doesn't have much mm-hmm. supervision left uh but when he, yeah but when she did she would always get like the guy the ones that are a little harder to handle because they they would know oh, yeah. that you know she, my mom would get it done I mean, my mom still mm. does my, my, my dog's nails. She comes over and <laughs> she does the nails for my dog. Nice. So she, like I said, talking about just trying to keep it going and stuff like that. So,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't like the cane, especially when I dropped it down a sewer, a uh, great one time and stood there like, oh my God, what am I going to do now?
0: Uh, <laughs> no, my my um, mom, my mom actually fell down a sewer, uh, a drain, a drain. She fell down when, <gasps> when that wasn't covered. That was, the, that was actually the moment when she, re- I think that was the moment she realized she needed to use her cane. Oh my God, I think that's yeah. I keep thinking it was the moment she needed, a, I thought it was the moment that made her realize yeah. she needed a dog, but I think I get it wrong. And I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it was the moment mom said that was the moment when she realized she should start bringing her cane out.
1: Yeah, I would say so. But yeah,
0: so we all have those moments.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I'd have a hard time going back. I mean, once you are a guide dog user and- um, you know it's something you love and of course i walk faster most people don't want to go f- on walks with me including my you know healthy grown kids they go you walk too fast <laughs> you sound like I'm me like well
0: <laughs> but isn't that a don't you find that a problem around the house though in terms of to me i feel like rp i always say you have to kind of slow your brain down because <sighs> when you start going too fast or even around your own house you start bumping yeah. everything because you're oh, thinking the, so fast like oh i and forgot I something you run you jet back and then you walk <laughs> into the door you know because you're like ah oh. you're like just going too fast going too fast I'm yeah right. slow it down you know
1: they're yeah. they're always telling me slow down or be careful it's like oh just because it's tough yeah the the best thing i tell people is my mind isn't blind just because my eyes don't oh no open. i
0: mean that's and that's in a, my mind
1: oh. i still think I your... guess as a sighted person and I figure, well, you just get up and walk. I don't, <laughs> you know, shuffle along. So, um, it's, you know, the, it's the best thing for me and it can be the worst thing for me because of those bumps and bruises, but.
0: Oh no. Right. Uh. <laughs> and I, I but what I'm saying? Like, I'm like you, I, I, I always walk fast. I talk yeah. fast. I, I, everything has always been fast. So yeah, yeah when you have RP, those two do, don't really connect really well. <laughs> so you have to kind of be like all right I'm going down here I'm walking down like I'm doing this I need to go get this maybe bend down slow and not rush to get something because we know that's the worst
1: well yeah and there was another guide dog handler he's in Australia um Stephen Fox and I I would follow his blogs and one time he was demonstrating and he said how he always puts his hand out in front of his face. Like if he's bending down or, oh, you know, yeah. doing something. And I went oh, so simple. Why didn't I do that? And oh, yeah. brilliant. I have ever since, because it saved me from hitting my forehead on something I was too close to or didn't know was sticking out. And, um, I'm like, yay.
0: Yep. I, start, <laughs> I started doing that a while back and, that, and that's a like, I I call it on my, um, on our regular, I have a YouTube show also, uh, called the RP show. And we just, I called it um, RP Tai Chi. (laughs) Like you just always have your hands kind of floating, you know, or around in front of you or out to the side (laughs) of you. And you just kind of, I mean, I used to do that when I was still working in my office. I would, so I can kind of blend in with everybody. I would kind of have my hands out to my side a little more than usual, just enough to make sure that I wasn't going to walk into something or make sure I'm just, you know, I wasn't going to hit anything. So, oh yeah, absolutely. You learn all those little Tricks and things like that, tips yeah. and stuff to help you just kind of navigate. Because you're, as much as we'd like to know that we're accepting uh, yeah. what's going on, there's a part of us that still wants to be like, nope, I'm, I'm just regular, you know, Mike uh-huh. here, uh, you know, just, I'm one of you, <laughs> one yeah, of you guys. Here's
1: a, here's a perfect example of my son. You might how my kids tease me. Like you talk about sticking your hands out, like to find the wall if you think you're getting oh, close, right. or to find the banister of the stair. All of a sudden, my kids will say, "There she goes again, waving. You know, she's casting a spell. You (laughs) know, (laughs) oh my gosh, the the stuff they say." And then, I of course, I'm cracking up, like, you know, I'm gonna lose my concentration now.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, I always gotta do that. You gotta just hand out in front of you, or like I always (laughs) yell at my friends when they, if my friends, I growing up, I would yell at my friends if they tripped because I'd say that was my job.
1: Uh huh.
0: Like no 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 no. You have your thing. Uh-huh. I have mine. Don't don't take my thing. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I uh, know, it's difficult. Well, there's a, and then here's another classic, because I always like to, you know, there's a couple uh-huh. of good ones coming up that I really like those the answers to them because um, everyone has a different perspective on uh, sure. the answer, you know. Uh, if you can get your vision back, what's the first thing that you're doing?
1: Uh, well, I'd either, depending if they're available, I'd either first look, line my kids up and look at everybody's faces since, um, you know, I haven't seen their, their faces and since they were babies. The second would look in a mirror. I'm sorry if that sounds vain, but hey, I know you, know, I you haven't seen it. Like... All yeah,
0: right, no, no. <laughs> like I said, this uh, is why I like this question because everyone has a different perspective on it. Like some yeah. people it's always driving or um, no, no, other things. I, like, but sometimes it's myself. the simple things. Yeah. Oh, look, somebody um, on my show said he wanted to look at his wife.
1: Exactly. And I thought that
0: was like, you know, that was beautiful. Cause I was just, I didn't think about that. I was like, oh yeah, because you've never actually I need like, okay. You know? Yeah. 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 i want to see my and That's kids, good. So myself, that's
1: perfect. Then I'd probably start FaceTime calling everybody. Yeah. I'd want to <laughs> see everybody's <laughs> I need, face. I need with. to see what you look like.
0: Yeah. <laughs> everybody uh-huh. get on the phone. Let's do this. Yeah, one, <laughs> one big Zoom call. We're going to, I want to see everybody. Yeah. yeah. Or like mm-hmm. I say, go for a walk at night. Like that's such a that sound uh, such a simple thing. Like yeah, but to anybody else, that would be like that's okay. Just go. Like like no, it's not. that's not. Mm-hmm. that's not like you know. For us, that's a big thing. Like so, I haven't gone yeah. for like comfortably gone for a walk in the dark sure. like in forever. You know, yeah, so that would that would totally be fun.
1: Absolutely.
0: And here's another. Here's a, here's one. In your dreams, are you visually impaired? You know, or do you have full sight? Or are you blind? Like, what's what are your dreams like?
1: Um, I am never blind, uh, never even you know posing as you know having a cane or my guide dog or anything. So, um, and I have great memories of my dreams with full detail, color, texture, everything. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, well. I wanted to be an artist growing up Um, and I did work in a photography studio, but I wanted back when newspapers were huge before the internet and I wanted to be an illustrator, like a fashion design illustrator and was going to go to art school, but really got talked out of it because um, not knowing how long I would have sight, it it would be a waste. So um, always loved color and everything in detail. So I guess in my mind's I I have that memory. And so I have quite vivid dreams, which is kind of nice to wake up. And it's like, Ooh, it was almost like being there.
0: Well, no, exactly. That's what I was thinking. That's why I like asking this question because it's like, this is like, I always treat the dream world as a, an escape. Although yeah. mine is starting to change. That's the problem. Like I'm getting, I have dreams. I recently had one actually, when I fi- I was actually visually impaired and I knew it.
1: Like, oh. or, you know
0: like someone we were talking about it and stuff like mm-hmm. usually it's only a feeling like um, yeah you know driving a car in a dream I'm like I shouldn't be doing this
1: you know? <laughs> yeah.
0: um there's just feelings but now it's starting to really get worse it's starting to kind of creep mm-hmm. in more and more sometimes but then sometimes, yeah, yeah. sometimes I have those regular you know vivid dreams where it's just like sure. normal
1: yeah
0: Um, but yeah I was always wondering because I've heard I want somebody to have a dream where their guide dog is in it because you figure sooner or later like you've had this pet for so long wouldn't Sooner or yeah. later, wouldn't that create? Would it, I think somebody did say they had a dream once where their dog was in the dream, but they weren't a guide dog. Like they weren't guided. That's they were true. just you know, like a pet. Yeah.
1: So mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm.
0: Or, or someone I think had a time, had a dream where, um, and it's funny because it actually didn't notice it until I asked this question. They're like, wait a minute. I haven't really <laughs> had a dream about driving since I stopped driving i was like mm-hmm. see i was like it's it's slow it's it's yeah, slowly creeping yeah. in you know so things like that so but yeah i was always mm-hmm. i love this question like that was two those yeah. two last questions are like the most favorite to me because it's like i you never we all have such a different perspective and uh absolutely you know how our brains are are working we, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we obviously know our brains are doing fab, you know crazy stuff by filling in you yeah. know our vision where we technically don't have vision
1: right
0: which i think is fascinating as well but
1: But that Mm -hmm. also gets you in trouble. Uh (laughs)
0: Because you think you see Uh something, and then, you know, like the, for instance, bending down to go get something, you like, you think, no matter how many times you've, you know, you go to bend down and you're like, oh, I know there's nothing here. Yeah. Somehow you smack your head into something. (laughs) (laughs) So, Uh because your vision's like, oh, I'll just fill in that little area Uh that you can't see, and you're not going to realize that that's a wall. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, I've literally bumped into a wall that I knew was in front of me oh yeah but because i actually you know because of the depth perception i did not realize Mm. i was that close to the wall (laughs) sir yeah so it's like it's just those Mm -hmm. little small things but your brain is like oh you know i'm helping you out yeah yeah no you're not (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh yeah but i want to thank you so much for being on today it was like very awesome you sound like you're doing very well and I'm yeah. totally going to get you in contact with my mom. I'm going to make you. Um, yeah. She's always saying my- she wants friends. Like yeah, RP give friends. Give her my
1: contact stuff. So, and- uh, yeah. She's like, I oh, want.
0: But even though I know you don't live close, but at least she'll have someone to talk to. Because she, she really yeah. wants. She, her ultimate goal is to actually have somebody that, like, you know, lives in Connecticut. And I was like, well, that's really tough to do. But yeah.
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah. uh, anybody who's, like, close to my mom's age, I'm always like, oh, I, like I got to get this person to talk to my mom.
1: Well, at least it's a northern state, so I understand season changes and, you know, unlike down south and all that, but.
0: Oh, right, right.
1: You know, know. a whole different ballgame cool, with the winter.
0: <laughs> but like, you sound like my mom on steroids. So like, so I think she'll <laughs> like that. You Like you do like way, like, like my mom's badass, but like you're like next level because you're just like traveling and, and you know, uh, doing these races and stuff like so. It's like, yeah, you t- it's like you took me and injected, you know, into my mom and, and, and then it, it became you. Well, let let me
1: give you a quick example, and you'll understand why when you hear my kids. Okay, Um, my oldest daughter, who has the little two-year-old grandson, she's a professional makeup artist, model, and now advanced esthetician. So everything beauty, everything glam, healthy, and so she keeps me looking good. My next daughter, um, she's a pharmacy technician um, and just a little spitfire herself. Then I had twin boys. Um, one has three degrees already. He's a, um, let's see, registered dietitian. He's also got his degree as a nutritionist and sports exercise medicine, and he's going to school to be an orthopedic surgeon. Jeez. And the other twin is a professional um, hip hop break dancer, works for Pro Breakers Tour online. And travels and competes and just does everything music and, you know, also into um, Mood. Let's see if I can say this right. Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Boxing.
0: Oh, Muay Thai.
1: Mu, Muay, Thai. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Muay Thai.
1: Yeah. Okay. okay. Awesome. And, um, and all that. So those are the kids I've got pushing me and helping me be like more it. than I can be.
0: So, they sound. <laughs> so, they sound like my kind of crew. So
1: oh god yes they're they're amazing i love them and um so there you go blindness is all so a matter no, of attitude. Yeah. So
0: they weren't gonna let you like uh, not no. doing
1: <laughs> no no and so they they keep me going and and then it's, it's i'm happy to hear that sure. none of them
0: have rp like especially at least yeah. not now or at least nothing yet i mean i'm assuming what most no. of them are around my age
1: yeah, see, the oldest is 30, then 28. Oh, okay. And the twins are 26.
0: All right. Yeah. So, I mean, geez. I mean, I mean, I would, I mean, yes. I mean, knock on wood, hopefully nothing happens. I mean, yeah. I, heard, I, mean I have heard of people getting diagnosed late in life, but
1: yeah. I mean, and no ever uh, in cousins or um, nieces, nephews, or, you know, twice removed cousins. No, nobody so else. You, you just up, ended up so.
0: being, the, you just happened to be the lucky one yep you had to be the, be the show off finish them all i guess
1: <laughs>
0: you guys can get all the other stuff i've got this
1: yeah <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: well that's been awesome you are definitely oh, a, thanks. a lot of fun so I, I just want to thank you so much for being on today oh no problem I
1: love and it. and i hope
0: you enjoy whatever what's the weather like in uh, minnesota right now
1: um, we're under a heat advisory. It's going to be 98 with the heat index of 106 degrees. Oh, what? Yeah. It's like is it like hot have... everywhere?
0: I feel like it's hot everywhere. <laughs> it's been I like, think this it's... is like the hottest summer I think I ever can recall.
1: Absolutely.
0: So they've been hot and... or thundering?
1: Yep. And in fact, we had thunder this morning and um, maybe some storms later. So it's just going to be yeah. a crazy. Our rain. It's been day. raining.
0: Yeah. So they've been raining, hot, yep. thunder. <laughs>
1: yeah so i'm oh. keeping in i don't think my dog wants to be outside no
0: i don't think so mine either yeah. so <laughs> she hates she hates, i don't think well actually no the heat probably she'll probably deal with but she would not love the uh she don't, don't like rain she's she's yeah a too, she's very and in that factor a very feminine lady at that point with that
1: point. oh my princess hates she won't even walk in puddles and if we have to go by oh, a sprinkler wow. she's she just That's runs or goes around it so
0: I mean, the, the grass outside could be damp and she will still like poop on the patio. Like, come on, <laughs> go out in the grass. It's fire. It's not raining anymore. Like it was like- That nope, is a no.
1: princess. Yeah,
0: I'm not getting my feet wet. <laughs> but then again, there was one night, literally I smelled, I could smell a skunk. It was dark. I couldn't see. And I smelled the skunk and I was letting her out to go to the bathroom. And I was like, listen, go and get back in. So it's pouring rain. And I just say, I figured, okay, well, she'll go real quick and come back in. No, this one decides to sprint off. Like, so there's a skunk. I don't even know where it is. I'm like, oh my oh, God, please don't get sprayed. And she's like, exactly. and now she's getting soaked because she's like just sprinted out into the yard. Oh my mm-hmm. Fine. And I, and then she wouldn't come back in. And then I got her to finally come back in. And I'm like, oh my God. Uh,
1: like,
0: you you yeah. were so lucky. I'm like, oh, I don't want to <laughs> deal with that. Like the one night, like I'd be like, yeah, the skunk and it's raining. And you're deciding, hey, Heck. rain doesn't scare me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yes, enjoy the rest of your uh, enjoy the rest yeah, of the day. I will. Thank you so much. All right, you too. And this has been another episode of Living Free with RP. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.